Hi, everyone. Welcome to Survive HR. We're so excited you guys are here. Um, I'm Kelly. I'm here with Steve. Before we get started, if you like us, um, only if you like us, guys, only if you like us. If you like us, rate us. Rate us on, um, on the Apple Podcast app and anywhere you get your podcast. Write a nice comment. We like hearing them. Um, but, but again, only if you like us. And sometimes I don't like us. So, hey, Steve, how are you? Well, look, I think they should always like us. Even if they don't like us, they should say they like us and tell all their friends about us and have them listen. So that's what that I would be dishonest. And I only, we should strive, we should strive to make episodes that people like. Well, look, I think you have come up with a brilliant, as usual, brilliant idea for a, um, for a podcast today. Again, it's always my mess. I seriously, this is the best, right? Like our podcasts are completely surrounded on areas that I struggle with. <laughs> you, know, you just pull these out of the, the air. Really, we need to change this. This is These are typically therapy sessions. <laughs> Surviving HR. No, I mean, look, the reason I came up with this topic and we talked about it some, and honestly, you and I have been talking for like 30 minutes long before we even started this podcast about this topic, which is arguably like career path and like how our careers have kind of moved in a lot of different directions is, you know, I, I probably one of my favorite jobs outside of the job I have today, which is my favorite, but um, uh, one of my favorite jobs was when I got to work in organizational development and I got to play in like the OD space. And why, Steve, so Steve and I are on Zoom and he just gave me a look. Why are you giving me a look? Because, Kelly, and I know that your memory will probably fail on this, but it was, it's funny to me because you mentioned that as your favorite um, One, job. Second favorite. So besides, yeah, what you're doing right now. And I remember what a struggle it was when somebody with some great vision came to you and said, I want you to be in, in, you know, in training development and you were kicking and screaming and now, no, let's, let's, okay. Hey, listeners, let's, let's just be truthful. Okay. Let's be truthful. What really happened, what really happened was I lived in Philadelphia and Steve lived in Greenville at the corporate headquarters and the corporate headquarters had security guards and it had a beautiful building. And I lived in Philadelphia in a manufacturing plant that left a whole lot to be desired with no security guards. And it snowed a lot in Philly, a lot. And I was just sick and tired of it. And I needed to change. So I called Steve and I said, Steve, I got to move. You're either going to move me or I'm out. And like at this point, he was like, all right, I guess I got to figure out a way to move her. So he offers me this job. And then he says, Kelly, you have to come down and interview for this job. And I was like, all right, well, I'll come down and interview for this job and I'll come see Greenville and I'll try to convince my husband to move to Greenville. And um, then I was like, well, Steve, can you, can you tell me what I'm, what I'm interviewing for? Like, I don't really know what it is that I'm interviewing for. He's like, yeah, you're, you're going to do this job. And I've got the greatest title for it. And I'm like, what's the title for it, Steve? And he's like, the title is director of leadership and organizational effectiveness. And I was like, Steve, what does that mean? I still don't know what that means. Like, what does that title do? So he's like, yeah, you know, it's like a training and development job. I'm going to get a job description for you, Kelly. I'm like, all right, well, Steve, get me a job description. 
And then I will read it and I'll come and interview for this like training and development role. Well, anyway, he sends me this job description. I read this job description. I'm like, wow, this is like intense. I don't even know what the things on here are. Let me call Steve in trustee South Carolina and say, Steve, what are some of these things? And I was like, Steve, so I pick up the phone and I call Steve and I'm like, Steve, what are these things on this, this amazing job description? I mean, the job description just beautifully written and just so many intensive, like, like things I still don't understand on it. And I was like, Steve, what do these things mean? Like, I'm going to get quizzed on some of these things. Like, I need to know what they mean. And he's like, well, I mean, I don't know. I stole it from Sherm. <laughs> so, that's, that's kind he of stole it from the Sherm website. He went to the Sherm website. He stole it. He sent it to me. And he said, interview for this, this job. Yeah, but you know, Kelly, you know, <laughs> the, the, the thing is that takes me to one of the, the one of the points that I've always talked about <laughs> means something that is important for career success. First of all, if anybody knows me, they know that I don't really care about written job descriptions and things. You kind of know what you need to do. And, and one of the things that I think is, is important. Are you like an attorney? Yeah, but as far as a career, um, <laughs> is that you make your job. You know, you make it, you, you know, we've talked about this yeah. before. So, you know, it's like you take yeah. this job, but you make it into what you want it to be. And that's. We didn't even talk about what this topic was about though, Steve. Oh, what is it about? Go back, go back. I had to segue into the story about you stealing the job. Well, anyway, let's talk about my favorite job, right? So like my second favorite job was in organizational development. And in this job, I used to, um, like, and it was like a privilege every single time I had meetings with employees because I was like helping them grow their career, right? It was like the coolest job. It was really funny. There were two directors of HR and like, if you came into my office, it was like happy day, all things are good. And if you went into the other director's office, it was like, you were likely getting fired. So like, I was like happy HR. It was so much fun. Like I, I had so much fun. I would get to sit with people and they wanted to grow and they wanted to develop and they wanted to like just do different things. And we did the mentoring program and we did the coaching program and we did, um, you know, all of this different training and DDI training. And like, I got certified to train all sorts of things and like jump up and down. And it was so much fun. We created young professional affinity groups. We, we had award-winning apprenticeship programs and internship programs. It was great. It was so fun. But time after time and after time, people would come into my office and they'd ask, like, how do I grow my career? So that's what we're going to talk about today. How, how do you grow your career? My husband always tells me, um, my husband's always like, you know, there are these things that HR just thinks that people know when people don't know it and they're almost waiting to be guided. And I think growing your career is one of those areas, Steve. Yeah, I agree, Kelly. And I think, you know, if, if somebody came in to me and asked me about how they grow their career, which people do from time to time, you know, it's amazing. The first thing I tell them, which is probably going to seem very odd to you, but I know we've talked a little bit about it before, and that is stop lying to yourself, you know, because so often people get off to the wrong step, you know, in their career because they're not really doing what they have, you know, uh, a passion to do. Uh, they're doing what they think they should do or what their parents have told them to do or what their friends think is uh, an impressive kind of a job. 
and they're not really doing what they really feel, uh, you know, kind of called to do or have a passion to do. So the first thing is to be honest with yourself and figure out what it is you think you really want to do as far as a career goes. I don't even like stop lying to yourself, meaning don't do what other people want you to do and do what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Steve, like, I think the problem is a lot of people have no idea what they want to do. Well, you know, we didn't, didn't we do a show, a, a, one of the podcasts on like purpose, you know, what is your why? I mean, you got to figure out what are, you know, what, you know, gets you going. I mean, what is it that, that, that's, that's all about you in the, in the workplace. So that, I mean, if you know that, then that will help you figure out what, you know, career, you know, or what you really want to be kind of doing in your career. So I think that's, you, you need to kind of answer those questions, be honest with yourself, understand what really motive, what's motivating you uh, in, in life and then develop a, you know, what's the plan, you know, have a career plan. And I, I think mo most people don't have a career plan at all. They just kind of go into it and, oh, this sounds good. I'll do this. Or there's an opportunity over here. I'll jump over here. But they're not really thinking about long term. Where do I want to be at the end of my career yeah. and work them, them their, you know, themselves back and figure out what it's going to take kind of each step along the way, knowing that it's not going to be necessarily a perfect plan because you don't necessarily know every step, but you've got to kind of figure out, okay, you know, how long do I need to do this? And what are the elements? What do I need to learn when I'm in this position? So it'll best prepare me for the next position. I mean, people don't think about that. They just kind of. I think, so I actually think that that brings up a good point. Whenever I've sat down and done development planning with employees, and I do this a lot, and I've done this a lot in my career, is I always ask them one question. And it's, it's actually a question similar to what you asked me, Steve, except what, like way back in the day. But it's, the question is, when you're at your retirement party, and like you're, you're, you're there, and it, you know, I just like, I set the context, like what does it look like? What does it feel? How are you feeling? Who's there? Um, and I always ask the question, like, look down at your business card. What's the title on it? What's the title on your business card? And then I let them give me that title. And I'm always like, and you're shooting too, you're shooting too small, right? Right? Whatever you envision today is way smaller than where you'll actually end up. If you take a degree of ownership over like, I'm going to go get it. And don't expect someone to give it to you, okay? Don't expect that to be HR's job or a manager's job. Don't expect that. If you want to grow within an organization, take control, go beat down doors. I would rather know that I have my doors being beaten down by people who are eager and excited and hungry to learn and grow within an organization than people who are just sitting there waiting for someone to come tap them on the shoulder because the tap ain't coming. Yeah, you're right, Kelly, because many, I think I've seen it all the time. People think, and I tell them you're thinking too small. You don't think big enough. You know, you're, you're laying the rope on the ground and stepping over it instead of setting those goals high. Even if you don't necessarily achieve all the goals, I would rather set my goals very high and achieve 75% of them or 90% of them, then set them too low and be able to, you know, just step over the, the rope. So 
you know, you've got to have that growth kind of mindset. You've got to think, uh, you've got to think about having mentors. Mentors are very important because mm-hmm. they can kind of help you, you know, if you, and, and it's not the same, necessarily the same mentor all through your life. You can have mentors for different, for different stages or different things you want to learn while you're in a particular job. But having a mentor is, is, uh, or mentors is very important to um, achievement of career objectives and growing in your career. I agree entirely. So I think, okay, so we've said own your career, figure out your plan, right? Figure out what that looks like. Go beat down the doors, be a forever learner. So you said, Steve, you always like to set your goals. Like you always like to think bigger, right? So like think 75%, think 90%. I say you set your goals so high, you never meet them, right? Your target should always, always, always be moving. Always, right? Because if not, you're dead. Yeah, that's true. And you know, the other thing I think with that is, um, I think you should always exceed expectations and not your expectations necessarily, but the expectations, expectations of those around you, the road, the way the, the, those around you that can influence your career. I mean, if you need to think about exceeding their expectations in everything you do. Um, and I think today, a lot of people, you know, don't really necessarily think that way. They think about more, you know, I want to, you know, a, a, a work-life balance and it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to do what I need to do. And that's great. I mean, you do need to No, look. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. Steve. Yeah. You have to exceed expectations, but you, you exceed expectations on your way to your goal. You don't just like, cause some, quite frankly, there are some expectations that are just bananas, right? And you shouldn't live to exceed expectations if they're not getting you where you ultimately want to go. That is, that is true. Like I could have exceeded the expectations of that lunatic I worked with at Nestle. Okay. And today I'd be making dog food in Iowa. Killing bugs in the plant. Killing bugs in the plant. Right. Like I could have, or I could have exceeded the expectations of the woman that told me, that I should leave family at home and work when I'm at work. And I, that's not me, right? I'm a mama everywhere I go. So exceeding expectations is true, but only if it's getting you where you need to go. Yeah. But a lot of those expectations, I don't disagree with that, but I mean, there are, you have exceeded the expectation. I mean, you are where you are today in large part because you have exceeded the expectations, your performance, you know, on a consistent basis has been better than maybe expectations or, or, or others. I mean, so, I mean, you've got to have good performance. You've got to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, for sure. You've got to deliver. You've got to deliver. You know, something else, Kelly, that I think, I think we may have talked about this in one of the maybe purpose or one of the other podcasts we've done, but I think you've got to be still. And that's something that I think we both struggle with right now. Be still and 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 have give yourself time to actually think deeply about things. I think we didn't. You know, we just talked about that uh, in a in a, in a one of the podcasts. But I think being still and actually doing some deep thought is really important if you're going to advance your career. Do you know what's really fascinating about that comment? I think we should do an entire podcast on this. But like, 
I, um, you and I are both registered corporate coaches, right? So you and I both do coaching independent of this podcast and in our own careers. Um, we've both been coached. You were my coach. Like we've, I've been, I've had executive coaches. You've had executive coaches. So like we understand the value of coaching. Coaching is different than mentoring, just kind of setting that as um, an explanation to the listeners. But one of the things that coaching does and why I think coaching is so powerful is it's coaching is generally done for people who are overworked or busy or have a bunch of things going on. What coaching does or executive, you know, executives, like super busy people, super important people. Like you oftentimes see coaches meet with these like super, super important high executives. I've coached some people who are like really, really important and growing in their careers. And um, one of the things that coaching does is it gives them an hour, an hour a week, an hour every other week, an hour every, whatever the cadence is, it gives them an hour to think. Mm-hmm. How often do we not give ourselves the space to think? Like, what if tomorrow, Steve, I was like, Steve, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. tomorrow, you were going to just sit. Sit. And I might ask you some questions. You're just going to sit and think. Like, how much clarity would your brain have? I know you and I have talked about, like, where you're giving yourself that time to think. I think that's on, actually, the episode that will air next week. But that is actually one of the benefits of coaching. So you have an opportunity as you're growing and developing throughout your organization to work with a coach, to work with someone. Now, not every coach is made equally, guys. Not every coach is made equally. And coaching is not about advice. Right. And I think we should do an episode on this because I think people need to understand this is coaching is not about advice. And if you have an opportunity in your career to work with like a real coach, like someone who is like a registered coach, there's a lot of value in that. There's a lot of value in that because you're giving yourself the gift of some of time to think with someone who is going to help you dig deep into you. They're not giving you advice. They're helping you dig deep. Yeah, and that's uh, and there is a difference, and maybe we will do a show about the difference between coaching and mentoring and that sort of thing because I think a lot of folks confuse the two, and they are they are different. Um, the other thing, you know, one of the other things, Kelly, and this may seem odd to you, maybe not, but I think early in my career, I I determined that it would be in my best interest if I treated everyone that I came into contact with whether that's a floor sweeper or the CEO is if they were my boss. Yeah. You know, everybody with that. Cause they might be. Yeah. They, 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 they might be they very well might be someday. But the, the other thing is that you're absolutely, there's, there's a couple of things. And, and one is you're showing high level of respect, which people know and they want to be respected. And so if you're, you're treating them with respect, you're gaining um, their, and they're respecting you back. And the other thing is that, you know, many organizations, um, and I, you know, we may have talked about this too, but there's, there's a thing called sponsor, you know, sponsorship, uh, and support. So these people that aren't, maybe aren't your boss, they may be peers, they could be below you, but other people that are above you, um, talk to them. They, they may have a relationship with them that they trust their opinions and things like that. And if they're out there saying what a great 
uh, person you are, how you treat them well, how you do a good job. I mean, that'll, that also helps your career. So don't just try to manage up and, and treat your bosses with respect and treat everybody else you know, some other way and treat everyone as if they're your boss. Actually, I think that brings us to like a great final point. Um, and I think you and I could talk about this for a long time. I'm excited we've had this conversation. But I think one of the things about career development in general that I think is an easy do no matter what is add value to other people. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's absolutely, yeah. I was going to say that too. I'm glad you did because it's really making time for others helping them being kind to them you know it's it's but helping them be successful like what a bigger champion for life right and that you know i think it it's it it comes back to you too i mean it's important um i know that you and i both try to give back to people we try to help people i do all the time i mean there's probably not a week that goes by that somebody doesn't call me and ask me some kind of question or ask my advice on something and i mean i'm I'm more than happy to do it because that's really in, as part of my purpose in life. Mm-hmm. I feel that is my purpose is to help, help other people, you know, be better. I mean, that's really yeah. what I want to do and, 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 and be a kind of a servant leader. And, uh, and so that's, a, that's very important though for, to, for career, long-term career success. Yeah. I think, I honestly also think it takes a bit of ego out of it. Right. So when it's not about you, it becomes about everyone else and adding value I mean, I know that that's where I probably get the majority of my success. I would rather see other people succeed every day. Right. Um, And it is, there's a whole lot of, there's a whole lot of like personal satisfaction for me and just seeing the growth in other people. Um, So I hope that this podcast adds a degree of value to you. You've got to have a plan, know your why, go after it, go get it, be nice, be humble, serve others. I think that's it, right, Steve? I would say so, Kelly. Get a mentor, get a coach. That's right. And it's, um, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll have some other maybe more focused podcasts in the future or maybe, you know, some of these specific points. But I think it's, uh, it gives a good, this lays a good groundwork for folks to, to think about it. The other thing is, uh, you know, I always enjoy being on the podcast with you. And I also want to thank our sponsors, which is Hainsworth Sinkler Boyd. Hey. He's uh, a good employment attorney. And you've heard them on the show. They're really good. They're, they're so nice and accommodating. And, you know, we love them. So uh, yeah. just use them. And I know that, like, you can call Hainsworth Sinkler Boyd for a lot of different things. But I'll tell you, Chris and Perry, who are often on this episode, are like the two sweetest humans on earth and always trying to help, always trying to help. So... I um, so you guys should support him too. Anyway, thank you, Steve. Always, always fun. Always thank fun. you, Billy. I hope you guys got a kick out of the fact that Steve is a plagiarizer. Sure, <laughs> listen up. So, uh, have a great week, everyone. <laughs>